to the Dr. Christian Heim podcast, where we're living for preventative mental health, love and compassion. I'm really glad that you joined us here again. I'm Caroline Heim, and this is it, the last podcast, podcast 11 in a series of 11 podcasts entitled Overcome Negative Thoughts, Overcome Useless Thoughts, to improve your thought life, to make your mind a much, 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 much better place. And today's podcast is Think, What Works for Me? At all times, aim to keep your thoughts useful and share your affection with others. Here's Dr. Christian Heim. So welcome and congratulations. You are 10 podcasts down, one more to go. We are in the last podcast in a series of 11. Then it'll all be up to you. But this podcast will ask more of you and put more into your hands. The title, Think, What Works For Me? You uniquely. One fundamental principle about the brain is that every brain is unique, is unique, is unique. It is a unique universe of a unique pattern of neurons, axons, and dendritic connections and networks. We each learn to walk, talk, tie shoelaces, and do homework differently. We all do it uniquely. That means for any of this to work, we have to zero in on you as an individual uniquely. Now, I can't do that over a podcast series. I can do it in therapy, but not here. However, you can, particularly if we use ideas contained in brief solution-focused therapy, and we will. We will use these in this podcast to concentrate on the uniqueness of your brain and find a framework for you to find your unique solutions in your quest to overcome thoughts. So we will look at the theory of brief solution-focused therapy and then we'll apply it to building useful thoughts. But first, let's do a little recap. So you've had 10 podcasts, huh? 10 separate podcasts. What have you learned? What have you gone through? We have gone through number one, considering thoughts. What are they? They are yours. They are constantly changing. They are sensible and continuous in your stream of consciousness. They're about things and they're your unique perspective about things. Number two, I introduce you to the two basic core skills. The knack Noticing to be aware so you can choose to concentrate on what you want and writing it down. Work with your thoughts. Write it down. These are the two basic skills. Number three, we used cold mops and ant eating to challenge your thinking. In number four, I asked you to be a doer to crowd out useless thoughts. In number five, we use the storytelling technique of narrative therapy by writing it down, working with your thoughts. In number six, we used acceptance and commitment therapy to accept and commit to your values to move forward in useful thinking. Number seven, we considered the root cause of your thoughts to get those aha moments that's where it's from. In number eight, we used mindfulness and concentrated on the knack to notice, to be aware, to choose to concentrate on useful thoughts. Then in podcast nine, we used neuroplasticity. And last podcast 10, we used the attitude of gratitude. The first couple of podcasts was information primarily, but since then, I've been equipping you with more and more skills and techniques. Some of these you will have liked. Some of these you go, nah, not really for me. And some of them you might have go, okay, we'll do that. 
In this podcast, I ask you to listen to your emotional reactions. Your re emotional reactions are important. You know you. You know when something really speaks to you and when it'll be helpful to you. And you know when something just isn't right for you. You will also know when something is helpful, but something inside you says, yeah, that sounds good. I know it'll help, but it's too much work. Uh, I've got to find an easier way out. The science tells us that all of our brains are by nature lazy. And that includes you, that includes me, that includes Albert Einstein. None of us likes effort. None of our brains like effort. But every disciplined effort is worth it. Just in case you were wondering that, you can overcome your useless thoughts. Okay, so now it'll be up to you and what you believe works best for you. Welcome to my world. Welcome to the world of brief solution-focused therapy. Brief solution-focused therapy? What is it? Okay, so the specific techniques of this therapy were articulated by a husband and wife team. They were family therapy social workers, Steve de Chazar and Insu Kim Berg. It's no surprise to find out that it's a therapy which is brief and it focuses on solutions your solutions. You get to look for them, you get to find them, you get to apply them. This is one of my favorite therapies because it's so forward-looking. Uh, it's so easy to spend too much time on the problem, but we don't really know how to look for solutions. And brief solution-focused therapy gives you that answer. Here is the core idea. What helps me? What doesn't help me? That's the core idea. That's what leads towards solutions. Before you started these podcasts, you would have tried some things out to help you overcome your useless thoughts. And, well, some things may have helped and some things wouldn't have helped. And just before you say, as we all tend to, but nothing helped, which is actually an emotional reaction, it is not a rational conclusion. I'm sure that you've experienced some days when your useless thoughts were less bad than at other times. And there are some things that you would have done to help that along. What were they? Know what you knew, what you were an expert at, what worked for you before you got to these podcasts. Now, I realize that life is better for us when circumstances go our way and bad things don't happen. But there are also things that we do for ourselves, things that we say, things that we think or attitudes that we hold, which help out with our thoughts. So we're looking for these in yourself. Give yourself some credit. You are an expert on you. Ask yourself. Before these podcasts, when did I ever overcome some useless thought, huh? When did it actually happen for me? How did I do that? And it's important to ask that secondary question. How did I do that? Because when things go right for us, we usually don't take time to reflect on why they went right. We just accept that it went right for us because it feels good and we go, yay. However, we're all used to learning from our mistakes because you know what? When you make a mistake or things go badly for you, that feels bad. And so looking at how you can learn from your mistakes will try to salvage something out of a bad situation. And as a general rule, we don't do this enough when things go well for us because it feels so good. So these questions, when did I overcome some useless thoughts in myself and how did I do that? Noting the answers, writing them down in your journal, working with it, write it down, 
is empowering. It looks at what goes right rather than what goes wrong. You already have some answers. You already know of some of what works and what doesn't work for you. You would have tried some of the ideas from the podcast up until now. Well, what are the ideas worked for you which didn't work for you? I mean, come on, after all, this is your life that we're talking about, your brain, your thoughts. Now, here's the gold of brief solution-focused therapy. It's going to sound really simple, but you'd be surprised how much we don't apply this. If you did something that worked, ask yourself, how can I do more of that? If something you did didn't work or actually hindered you, ask, how can I do less of that? Just working with these two really simple ideas, but actually applying them, doing more of what works for you and less of what doesn't work for you, it gets you a long way. You have answers inside you just waiting to be applied. All right, let's take it another step. You've been listening to me for something like five hours now. You've got an opinion on my voice, the way I express myself, the way I explain things, on the content that I have given you. And you have formed an opinion on each and every podcast and each and every idea that I've presented. There is something in your brain that listens to what I say and then it forms an opinion. Yeah, I like that. No, I don't think that'll work for you. Oh, that was a bit of fun. So here's the thing. What do you think? What do you really think about the knack? about working with your thoughts, writing it down. What about cold mops, anteating, doing stuff, storytelling, and the rest of it, mindfulness, gratitude, neuroplasticity, finding the root cause. Which approaches speak to you? Which do you feel might work for you? Which don't? Only you will know. You are actually an expert on your own life. And it comes down to the core idea of brief solution-focused therapy. What helps me? Can I do more of that? What doesn't help me? And can I do less of that? I hope you're feeling better already because the answer is inside you somewhere. Yes, I have supplied some information, but you get to apply it. Let's go a bit deeper. This will actually make you feel better. It is more forward-looking. It looks at the solution. It's what's called the miracle question. Basically, this is what the question is. What would your life look like without the problem. So specifically, what would your life look like and feel like without useless thoughts? Just thinking about this is going to make you feel better. This wonderful question looks directly at the solution. Then you can spend more time on the solution and look less at the problem. Okay, this is the miracle question. Ask yourself, if I woke up tomorrow morning and all my thoughts were useful, what would my life look like? Uh, by the way, the actual miracle question from a Brief Solution Focused Therapy is a bit more complex than that, but this is the one that I'm using for our thoughts. If you woke up tomorrow morning and all your thoughts were useful, what would your life look like and feel like? Let your imagination fly. Pretend it's true. What would be different? Note the changes. Notice them carefully. Your answers are important. I can only use examples, okay? I'd wake up feeling lighter. I'd reflect on my thoughts and it would make me happy. I would smile a lot more. I wouldn't worry at all. Now, there's some examples that I came up with, but what is more important is what you come up with. Come up with 10 or 12 changes that you would see and feel in yourself that you would notice if all your thoughts were useful. 
I'm just going to work on these four examples. Have your list working in your life? The changes are all based on your imagined answers to the miracle question, okay? Which was, if I woke up tomorrow morning and my thoughts were all useful, what would my life look like and feel like? That's the question, because that's what you want. Now we know what we're aiming for, we're going to get there. So, to know where you are on the road of changes that you want, you're going to have to scale where you are from 1 to 10. You've got to try to be really honest about it, okay? Uh, now, let's take how light I feel on waking up. Uh, not very, about two and a half out of 10. Uh, when I reflect on my thoughts, I said when the problems are gone, I would be happy. Now, how happy are you when you reflect on your thoughts? Uh, I'd give myself about a three out of 10. All right, on a scale of one to 10, how much do you smile when you think about your thoughts? Yeah, pretty average, maybe five out of 10. All right, last one. On a scale of one to 10, how worry-free are you? Because you said, Christian, that if your thoughts were all useful, you wouldn't worry at all. Okay, uh, not very good at this one. I'd say about one out of 10. Now, we all want the 10 out of 10. We all want to be totally worry-free, which is 10 out of 10. But I'm saying that I'm about one out of 10 at the moment. So the next step is not to ask, how do I get to 10 out of 10? But ask, what would it take to get to 1.5 out of 10? Or what would it take to get to 2 out of 10 when I think about how worry-free I am? Let's do a bit more of that. How light do I feel on waking up? Now, you said, Christian, that you're about 2.5. What would it take to get you to 3? Uh, reflecting on your thoughts and being happy, Christian, you said you're about 2 out of 10. All right, what would it take to get you to 2.5 out of 10? I said I was at about 5 out of 10 for smiling. All right, what would it take to get me to 6 out of 10? I hope you can see the idea. We're not going for broke. We're just going for the next step in getting better at what we believe our life would look like and feel like when our thoughts are totally useful. The principle is very simple. Four steps. Number one, imagine life would be like and feel like with only useful thoughts. Number two, generate a list of about 10 or 12 changes that you would notice. Number three, on a scale of 1 to 10, note where you are with each of these changes. This all needs to be written down in your journal. Remember, write it down. And number four is we're going to look for a way just to get to the next step. Not to go for broke, not to get it perfect, but just to get to the next step up. To be more worry-free. Uh, maybe you've got to use the mindfulness podcast more or gratitude or acceptance. But the important thing is that you think about what would work for you. To think about what works for you, you've got to look back at what has worked for you in the past and what hasn't. You've got to look at the new information that you've been getting through these podcasts and saying, yeah, this speaks to me, this doesn't. You've got to think, is there anywhere else that I can look for more information? At any time, look for more information. Any resources, then there's plenty out there, will help you. But you're the kingpin. You're in control. You are the one that is directing yourself towards the solution. If something helps you, use it. If something doesn't, don't. Keep looking out for information inside yourself, then outside yourself, but consciously apply it. 
and keep asking yourself why you want things to go better for you. I know that sounds like a dumb question because life just feels better when things go well for us. But why do you actually want more useful thoughts? What difference does it make to you? This will keep you motivated. This will keep you searching. But more than anything, it will keep you looking at the solution rather than looking at the problem. Because if you're anything like me, you've looked at the problem far too much. Start looking at the solution and start feeling the solution in a very real way by asking that miracle question and then finding a way forward, your solutions to your situation to go forward in the way that you want to go forward. So I'm going to summarize using brief solution focused therapy for overcoming useless thoughts in a bit of a nutshell. These principles of brief solution focused therapy put you firmly in the driver's seat because you are the expert on your own life and your own thoughts. And somewhere inside that wonderful brain of yours, there are solutions yet to be discovered and yet to be applied. In fact, I believe you actually have solutions in there but because they haven't been written down, because they haven't been captured, because you haven't been able to ponder them, they're not being applied as they could be. Trust yourself with yourself a whole lot more. You can always go to books and the internet for additional information, but you get to decide if anything is helpful or not, and how and when to apply it in your life. So let's go over the core principle. This is it. What works for me? And can I do more of that? And what doesn't work? And can I do less of that? All of life would get a whole lot better if we could just apply that much. Then I took you to the miracle question. If I woke up tomorrow morning and all of my thoughts were useful, what would my life look like and what would it feel like? That's the miracle question. And then find 10 or 12 changes that you would notice. Articulate the changes, write them down, use your imagination. Then for each of these 10 or 12 changes, scale them from 1 to 10. 10 is our goal, but be honest with yourself as to where you are with any of those changes that you would notice. Some may get one or a zero. Some may get a seven or an eight. Then the question is, what would it take? What would it take to get just to the next step from one to ten? If I'm at 2.5, I want to get to three. If I'm at six, what do I do to get to 6.5? I just need to reach a little bit closer to the change that is part of my solution. And how do you do that? You go back to the principle. What works? Can I do more of that? What doesn't work? Can I do less of that? So they're the four steps of the miracle question. Number one, ask the question, what would my life look and feel like when my thoughts are totally useful? Number two, notice the changes. Articulate 10 or 12 changes and write them down. Number three, scale each change on a scale of one to 10. And number four, what would it take to get just to the next step? 
And then you go listening to podcasts, looking for information, reading books, going online to find the information to help you because you then will apply it to move your thoughts forward. And I just got to say, this is a good principle to use for all of life. So as far as information is concerned, that's it. That's it for these 11 podcasts. It is now in your hands. You now move forward to move into more useful thoughts and overcoming useless thoughts. But you've probably had a quick look at your device and noticed that there's still quite a few minutes left, okay? So what is he going to talk about? This is what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to leave you with four techniques, two core techniques and two bonus techniques. So let's get into them. The two core techniques you already know, they are the knack and working with your thoughts. Now, the reason that I need to emphasize this is because we each have a lazy brain. And what the lazy brain does is sort of go, yeah, I, I, I know about the knack or yeah, I know about writing it down, but me, I can do without writing it down. Or you know what? I'm sure I notice enough anyway. How do I know this? Because this is what happens to me. And this is what happens to everybody that I work with. These are the two core skills that you actually have to bring to the forefront of that, of that brain of yours to actually use them. That's why I'm going to give you this reminder. Because without these, it's difficult to move forward at all. If you are making frustratingly little progress in your quest to move from useless thinking to useful thinking, then check. Are you noticing to be aware and choosing to concentrate on the thoughts that you want? And check, see if you are writing it down. Uh, I believe that there are a lot of people who get to podcast 11 and they haven't started their journal yet because their brain says, I don't really need that. That is too much effort. Can we do without that? Whether it be your old useless thoughts, your thought chains to your new useful thoughts, reasons to be grateful, the seven mindful techniques, or whatever more, write it down to work with your thoughts. W-I-D. Write it down. Work with your thoughts. And I'll confess, this is the one that I try to overcome. And then when you write it down, try to remember to actually look at it and see that you are making progress. This is a project that you are doing. It takes effort and you can't do without the knack or, and you can't do without writing it down. Uh, I've mentioned them in almost every podcast and am I reminding you now, am I laboring the point enough? I certainly hope so. So onto the two bonus techniques. And your brain has already gone, oh, good, new information. I like new information because the brain does. It doesn't like to be reminded of the effort that is needed to do the old information. I, I won't say anymore. All right. The first bonus technique is for getting on top of a useless thought that really just sort of jabs you in the back and getting on top of it quickly as soon as it comes up. A useless thought puts you in the wrong world. So the acronym is the word world spelt backwards, not W-O-R-L-D, but we're going to go D-L-R-O-W. So when a particular nasty useless thought enters your head, we're going to get out of that world quickly by spelling it backwards. D-L-R-O-W. D. 
Detach from the thought. Detach from it. Look at it, but keep it at a distance. Do not believe it. Do not welcome it. Do not make it part of you. Do not put your sense of self in the thought and do not make the thought part of your sense of self. Keep yourself detached. Keep the thought as an alien. This will help improve your mind. Number two, L. Label the thought. Label the thought as an alien, an abhorrent aberration that is not part of your brain. Number three, R, root. Cut, off it, uh, cut it off at the root. So in other words, don't give it the time of day. Don't give it time to take hold and direct your thoughts. As soon as you notice this, cut it off. Stand against it straight away. Don't give it an inch. This battling will help you reach for a useless, thought-free mind. Ah, that's a bit of a mouthful. Okay, this is the same as putting up a notice that says, road ends, find an alternative route. We are not going down that pathway anymore. Number four, opposite. Fill your mind with the opposite of what the useless thought says. Find the opposite useful thought and start to concentrate on this. This is your goal. This is your 10 out of 10. This is uh, your road to your oasis of good, useful thoughts. This is where you want to be. You're not there at the moment, but you are going to work towards it. And that's number five, W, work. Work on building the brain pathway towards your new, useful, opposite thought. Use qualifiers, conditional phrases, and thought chains if you're using neuroplasticity, use thanks morning and night if you're using gratitude. Use M-I-N-D-F-U-L if you are using the mindfulness techniques. Use cold mops and anteating if you are using cognitive therapy. And some of the others that I have uh, mentioned there, work with what suits you to go for your opposite useful thought. And with those five steps, D-L-R-O-W, detach, label, root, opposite, and work, you will find your way out of the world that any nasty useless thought has put you into and you will be again on your road towards useful thoughts. The second bonus technique is a way to align all of your thinking to a large, broad, all-encompassing aim for your life. We use this technique to keep your useful thoughts flowing because using this technique will give you the purposeful meaning to keep moving forward towards useful thoughts. The technique is simple. It is keeping in mind two very important questions. Question number one. Why do you want more useful thoughts? Question number two, what will you do with your useful thoughts once you get them? I shall repeat that because it sounds a little bit strange. Question one is, why do you want more useful thoughts? And question two is, what will you do with them once you get them? Initially, you may say, well, I don't really know because it feels better. But after pondering these questions with curiosity, you will come up with your unique answers to these questions. What do you want to do with them? And why do you want them? You alone can answer those and your answers will be specific to you. And 
Keeping this in mind, firstly, starts filling your mind with useful thoughts. And secondly, it actually helps your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions move into harmonious alignment. So this will help you reach what we call authenticity, congruity, and brain integrity. In other words, as a person, you will begin to experience less inner conflict. Now, not only does this save energy inside you, but it will make your life more vital in the way that you, you alone, want to live it. So those two questions for the second bonus technique. Number one, why do you want more useful thoughts? And number two, what will you do with them once you have them? Now, it's up to you. Uh, thank you for listening through all of these podcasts. I hope they have been useful to you. It's been my pleasure to be here for you and share this information with you. Uh, please enjoy moving forward. Please enjoy useful thoughts. And I hope that your useful thoughts will lead to useful feelings and useful actions to make your life really vital. All the best. Stay safe and take care. This has been Dr. Christian Heim. I'll see you next time. That was podcast 11, the very last in the series, Overcome Negative Thoughts, Overcome Useless Thoughts. Think, what works for me? Central to this one was knowing what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Do more of what works for you and less of what doesn't. Sounds simple, doesn't it? It also involves looking to find solutions within yourself and knowing what worked for you. It also asks you to search further for things that work for you. Remember, if you like these podcasts, please subscribe, spread the word, and recommend them to others. This has been Dr. Caroline and Dr. Christian Heim. It's been my pleasure to introduce these to you, and I hope it will be my pleasure to introduce another podcast to you sometime in the future. Stay safe, think usefully, and keep sharing useful thoughts. <laughs>